Ladies and gents, welcome to All Things Covered with Patrick Peterson and Bryant McFadden. Of course, you guys know how we rock and roll. We like to get things fired up, get you guys excited, but this is a different episode. I know you guys have either had an opportunity to see or heard what happened this past Monday night in the Buffalo Bills-Cincinnati Bengals ball game. Talented up-and-coming defensive back DeMar Hamlin, second-year pro, who, a guy who has started a lot of football for Buffalo and has really taken advantage of, this, of his opportunity, of those said opportunities, um, was injured. And before we get into this discussion, we would like to uh, make sure we put this out there that we're record recording this around 9 p.m. on Tuesday, right? 9 p.m. Tuesday, uh, January the 3rd. And by the time this hits your ears or you see this, hopefully we have more positive news uh, in regards to DeMar Hamlin. But some of the latest, Bill Safety, as I mentioned, DeMar Hamlin remains in critical condition in the intensive care unit after collapsing on the field on Monday night. Uh, Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest on the field after a hit, a routine-like hit. He spent the night in intensive care unit at University of Cincinnati Medical Center and remains there on Tuesday afternoon. According to a bill statement issued just before 2 a.m., Eastern Tuesday morning, Hamlin's heartbeat was restored on the field, and then he was transferred to the hospital where he was sedated and undergoing testing and treatment. Uh, Hamlin stood up after making a tackle on Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins, and then he collapsed back down on the turf, turf with 558 remaining in the first quarter of Monday night's game in Cincy against the Bengals. Pat P., I'm just, I'm sure, just like myself and just like the millions of people uh, that were tuning in uh, watching that ball game had so many different reactions. Number one, we wish him well. We pray for him, for his family. We pray, pray for the Bills organization. We pray, pray for the Cincinnati Bengals organization as well because they were there and they saw that up, up close and personal. But what, what, was, what was your initial reaction? Uh, first and foremost, like you said, Mac, my prayers go out to, you know, DeMar and his family. Um, to the Buffalo Bills organization, uh, to the to the players, faculty and staff, man, to the Cincinnati players, you know, to all the fans who was there um, in general, because, you know, the league and me personally have never seen anything like that, you know, in a, in a live, you know, on a national stage, you know, so it was it was definitely shocking because me and my wife, my kids, we was right here watching it all together and I was cooking. <clears throat> and I just heard, you know, in the back saying that it was a big hit and I didn't see what happened initially. So I'm like, oh, it's just a routine, you know, probably a concussion or whatever the case may be. And then I saw the ambulance come out. I was like, damn, like, this might be serious. You know, then I started thinking about you know, possibly he may be, you know, paralyzed because like I said, I didn't see, you know, what happened and nine times out of 10, you know, I don't listen to the, to the commentating, you know, on the, uh, on the television for the most part anyway. And then when they said they had to do CPR on a film, I'm like, whoa, like this is a whole nother spectrum now. Like you having to revive, you know, a human being on, you know, on the playing surface that he grew up loving and, 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 and admiring so many players, you know, 
up until this point to, you know, to he re- reached his, uh, reached his goal and seeing that it was mind boggling, man. It was, it was, it was, it was quite frightening to be quite honest with you, because like you said, it was a routine tackle. It wasn't like he had his head in there. That's how I pride myself on tackling with my chest, with my head up. And, you know, it was just so, you know, unusual, you know, for that, you know, situation to happen, but it is a rare you know, it is something that can happen with the with the with the violence, uh, with the with the violence of the sport um, that we play. You know, so, you know, I don't want to go into, you know, details, but hearing some speculations on how it could have happened is like, damn, wow, this could have happened to anyone. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing for me when I saw the play. Uh, it took me a while. I had to see the replay. Because initially when he collapsed, I'm like, oh, he must be a little dinged up. He a little dizzy. But then when I saw the, the, the replay, I said, there is no helmet-to-helmet contact. Right. Now, if it was helmet-to-helmet contact, you know how it, you know, you know how it feels. You, you, you're a little disoriented. You know, you're a little dazed. That, will call, that would cause you to kind of just collapse. But when right. I saw that there was no helmet-to-helmet contact, and it was basically a blow to his chest, it wasn't an illegal hit from either side, I don't think. I think it was more of a routine play, but unfortunately for Hamlin, he received more of the blow to his chest, and that's what really scared me. Right. the way he collapsed, you know, like he was lifeless. And then, of course, as you mentioned, Pat P, when when the ambulance came on the on the field, and then hearing they were giving him CPR. Yeah. Now it's a different. This is a different ball game. Yeah. This this is this is not being concussed and knocked out and you know, waiting for you to come to give you some smelling salt. This is different. This is something that we don't see. It's life or death. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, one thing I would like to talk to you about, you still being a current player, you know, initially, this is what they were telling us. Their speculation that the league wanted to resume the ball game. Now, Troy Vincent came out and said, based on the five minute delay that we initially heard that was false. Um, but for you, if you were a part of something like that, your headspace to play a ball game, is that even possible to get back into a head headspace to play a ball game, not knowing the status of your teammate or nope. the status of the opposing player? Nope. Cause it's bigger than the game, man. That, that, that game at that point doesn't mean nothing to me. You know, my, my concern is, you know, getting as much information as we can, you know, collectively as a team to know his 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 his, his, uh, his well-being, you know, understanding, getting, you know, a clear understanding of what state of mind that he's in, you know. So there's no way that you can you can bounce back and, and try to resume this game. This, you know, I don't know how long the Buffalo Bills are going to need. You know, because they were up close in person to what nobody in the world have seen, but all they have, all, all all the world is going about of what they heard about. Like guys have seen, you know, the medics give, give CPR. You know, and, and I, I want to say I want to commend the players on doing such a great job of, you know, of providing privacy. You know, for you know. Damar and, and and the medical staff doing that time because the world didn't need to see that. Yeah, you know, I they, agree. those guys did a great job of 
you know, creating a, you know, creating a human wall or whatever you want to call it, uh, um, making sure that, you know, that was something only for their, for those guys' eyes that was on the field. And, you know, and for those guys to see that, there's no way that you can try to bounce back and try to wrap your mind around trying to go out there and, and finish a ball game. No, and, and, and the thing about this situation, what makes it so different from what we've seen in past dealings, if someone is knocked out, if someone is unconscious for a little bit because of a concussion, no, usually when they're taken off the field, we see some type of sign that they're okay. Yeah. Thumbs up, waving your hand, something. And that not- gives us the insurance that he's going to be okay. Right. As players. That's easier. It's easier to go back to doing what you've been called to do when you see your teammate or the opposing player being carried off the field, but he gives us that gesture that I'm okay. Right. It's different when you see they, they're administrating CPR and you don't see anything from that player. Yeah. So I can't mentally get back to going into game mode when I don't know what's going on with our brother. Right. Even though he's on the opposing team, we're a part of the same shield. You know, it's a brotherhood for guys who are currently playing, for guys like myself who retire. We go through the same thing. We have the same sentiments in regards to respect, in regards to the safety of everyone that plays the game of football. So no question. And I saw some some senseless fans saying they should still play the game. No, come on, bro. Like, no, not not tonight. I'm not even going to get it. That ain't happening tonight. If that game was played last night, I'm not even watching it as a fan, not knowing the status of Hamlin. I can't. I can't focus and get back into wanting to see good football when someone was just carried off the field in the ambulance and hearing they gave him CPR with no further update. Yeah, nah. possible. Nah, nah. And, and, you know, my question to you is this. One thing we know, about the game of football, especially the NFL. It's a business mm-hmm. and their job is to provide a product, right? Now, who knows if Cincy and Buffalo will play this year. But one thing we do know, they will play again this season. Mm-hmm. So question for you being on a team right now, you're still in the league, put yourself in the locker room with the Bills, right? You're not playing this week. The league already came out and said they won't play this game this week. But next week, which is week 18, Mm -hmm. you're probably going to play. So let me give you two scenarios, right, Pat P? The first scenario is you still don't know the status, the significant status of Hamlet, but you still got to go out and play a game. How do you attack that game? Matt, like I said, man, it's tough. It's tough, man. And I think Coach will do a great job. I think, you know, briefly, you know, meeting him um, in what years was that? In 2015, I believe. No, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. 2011, when I was getting recruited and he was in Carolina. at the time when I was, you know, going through the, the drafting uh, process and seeing, you know, hearing nothing but great things from, you know, former players and guys who had opportunity to play for him and 
seeing him come up, coming up through the ranks and, you know, seeing the success that he's having in Buffalo, hearing nothing but great things, you know, about him. And the one thing I always heard about, you know, great thing I heard about Coach Sean is just how uh, such a great leader of many is, you know. So obviously we know this is a, a tough task to, 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 to take on. You know, but I I think that there's no better man to put in front of this task than uh, Coach Sean. Um, I'm sure that him and his team will come up with the best solution and plan, you know, moving forward, you know, what they feel that's going to be best for them and the team. Um, but like I said, Mac, this, this is tough, man. This is, a, this is a tough, tough, tough situation to try to move forward from. And me not being in their shoes, you know, how could you be upset with whatever decision that they make? Because no one have ever had to deal, no no team has ever had to deal with something of this gratitude before. Maybe, you know, a surprising death, you know, throughout and throughout the season of a, a freakish car accident. But on the field, mm. it's different, man. That is totally, totally different. So you know, I don't know, Matt. You know, it, it's tough to, you know, to, to give you an answer, you know, right now. But I think, you know, the Buffalo Bills have a a, a great guy in charge over there, mm-hmm. um, Sean, to to help prevail to prevail them uh, through this tough situation. I can tell you this much, uh, you know, kind of not kind of, but speaking from an experience that I had to endure, not just me the entire ball club at Florida State, my rookie, my freshman year doing off-season conditioning, um, I lost one of my teammates. I don't know if I ever told you this, but uh, I lost one of my teammates who was a part of my, my freshman class, uh, Devon Darlin, who was a twin. So mm-hmm. his brother, De- Devard, and Devon were a part of our recruiting class. We signed together, played together as freshmen, getting ready for our second campaign uh, during off-season conditioning. And which was extremely hard. Mat drills is something that we did all the time, was a part of our regiment, and not to mention getting better and just showing the coaches that they can depend on you. Long story short, while we're going through a normal mat drill session, uh, Devon pretty much goes into cardiac arrest, like pretty much goes into a situation where he's not moving. He's not conscious. He's not responsive. And we see it. We're in the mat room, and I remember all of our, all of us, especially the freshmen. You know how it is, Pat. The guys you sign in with, you're super close. You spend a lot of time together. You stay with with each other. You take classes. You have a different bond than everyone else. And we see it. And I remember they called the ambulance in uh, the, the 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 medical you know folks. They, they brought, put them on a bed and they just rushed them out. And we just see them just laying there like lifeless. But in our mind, we like, it didn't look good. It didn't look right. Mm-hmm. So long story short, we go back to our, our dormitory and we got the news that he died. <sighs> right. And now his twin brother is still here with us. Like his mm-hmm. his room, their room was literally doors right, right down from mine. I used to go to their room all the time. They were from Houston. So that's when I first got put on DJ Screw, you know, slow down music. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but that hit us by like, what? Like, wow. like pass, bro. And I remember the next day, the coaches wanted us to continue mat drills. As a team, we stood up and said we couldn't do it. Yeah. 
We can't, we, we can't do it. I remember a lot of our freshman class was ready to transfer just to kind of remove themselves from what happened, even though it was, wasn't something that was specifically done. It was just something his body couldn't handle. Yeah. So that, 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 that hurt and that hit us differently, but get this, eventually we got right back to mattress. Mm. And it, 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 it's, say it again. Did they change anything? They changed a little bit of it. You know, I don't want to go into the specifics of what exactly they changed, but they changed some of it. Um, his brother ended up transferring. Uh, you know, Devar, me and him, we're still cool to this day. So, you know, shots out to Devar. He's doing big time things, you know, but he was a twin, bro. Like, so I remember how that affected me and we were getting ready for spring football, but eventually we had to get back to the business at hand. So I said all, the, all of that to say this, and Pat P, you know about this. Football players, we're programmed differently. We are. We have to be programmed differently to do what we do. To, to think about what we do. Running into people who might be bigger than us, might be faster or stronger than us, doing it for such a long time. And sometimes you become immune to things that you should not be immune to. And I'm not talking about this situation. No, I'm not talking about this situation. I'm talking about situations where, man, you hurt. You know you hurt, but you're still playing. Mm -hmm. You know you're a little shook up up here, but you're still going to try to play. They got to pull you out. Like, and in this situation, I I agree with you. I, I I don't know if you're Buffalo, how you can get right back to doing what you've been doing, not knowing the status of your teammate. So we, it's a wait and see approach, but also too, one thing I would like to emphasize, Pat P, and you haven't really experienced this because you're still active. When you look at what we go through as NFL players, guys that are significant starters, guys that are role players, we all go through something that's very, very difficult to go through mentally or physically, right? right. At yep. some point in time, you're going to walk away from the game. I talk to people all the time and I say this, you're going to be a retired player longer than you will ever be a current player. Yep. And when you get to a certain stage in your career, based on how long you've played, based on how physical the game was for you, you're going to have ill effects when you're away from the game. Mm -hmm. And most of the ill effects that a lot of past players go through, they go through them by themselves. So one thing I would like the NFL to consider, and it's mostly about the NFLPA, the next CBA collective bargaining agreement when it comes to negotiating negotiate lifetime insurance for players man yeah i agree i agree a hundred and because. it's not just about the physical it's about the mental sometimes right. we have we need therapy bro yeah think about what these guys just witnessed and how this will really impact them for years to come right and one thing about the insurance plan you have up to a year grace period or depends on how much money you use in regards to your hra fund depends on how many dependents you have Mm -hmm. so you got quite a few dependents that hra fund is going to decrease mightily very fast and you know how it is pat p a lot of players don't have a plan b when the game is over so they might not have an employer that can provide insurance right so now what you have to do got your pocket to pay for it and depending on how you utilize and save your money, you might not be in the position to get the, the most desirable insurance plan. So now you're just 
trying to have something to cover you. Right. And the last thing I say about this, the commissioner and Roger Goodell has lifetime insurance. How many hits has he sustained? How many tackles has, has he made? I won. But he has it. That's that. And, and just, and we're going to move on. We're praying for a recovery for DeMar Hamlin, but hypothetically speaking, this is going to impact him to some degree. Yeah. I think it's safe to say. 100%. From the mental side of things, maybe physical side of things. Every, I mean, yeah, it's, it, he, it's going to take him a while. To, I mean, we all obviously pray for, you know, speedy recovery. You know, obviously we know that he's, you know, still in, you know, critical condition. I'm praying that he, you know, pull through strong than ever, but it's going to be a road of recovery, you know, a long road of recovery. You know, I had a, you know, um, a grandmother who I just lost who kind of went into like a cardiac arrest type deal. And, you know, eventually we ended up losing us, but just remember just hearing the doctors just telling us how, you know, how the road of recovery is going to be, you know, Mm -hmm. granted she's an older, you know, she was an older woman, you know, and, you know, their bodies, you know, you know, turn over a little bit different than a youthful um, person. But yeah, when it comes to that, you know, to that, 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 that ticker stopping and depending on how much, you know, how much oxygen was not getting to his brain and things like that, you know, I just pray everything just works out for the best, yeah. man. It's, and it's, and with that being said, you know, he's going to need to get help. But that goes back to my point about insurance. Yeah. Like at some point in time, that NFL insurance is going to run out and you still need the attention to be able to better yourself and have the life that you want to have. Um, I think it, I think seeing this should definitely be an eye opener because it's something that I spoke with our reps about, you know, the team player reps. Like, how is it possible, you know, the league is making X amount of billions every year from a TV deal, but we can't get players, you know, insurance, you know, past three years once they leave the league. That's impossible. You know, that's, that's not, that shouldn't be, that shouldn't even be something that's not on the table for, you know, guys, since we always talk about the health of safety, right? Player safety. Safety. You know, yeah. You, if you're talking about the shield, yeah, it's, it may be guys that's not in the shield but right now, but they once upon a time represented that shield. Mm-hmm. And at some yeah. point in time, and that, like you alluded to, at some point in time in their life, you know, they're going to need some type of medical help. If it's mental, physical, hell, even spiritual sometimes, you know, no what question. I mean? so, you know, a lot can go, you know, into that. And I think, for sure on the next CBA, man, you know, PA, I believe they definitely have to do a better job of pushing on, you know, if it's not even lifetime, but just making it at least, at least five years, you know what I mean? At least a good amount of time to where guys, you know, until guys get in their pension or something like that, you know what I mean? Just to where it's more feasible for them. So it's, you know, to where it's not one of those things um that uh that's that's one of those burdens on a retired player because as you know you're retired so many things that can be on your shoulders not you know being in the game and being in the position that you once was 
Yeah, and and it's a violent game, and they've done a great job in trying to minimize the violence. But it's a collision sport. Um, and 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 one thing we would like to highlight as well in regards to the support uh, uh, that Hamlin has received is around six million dollars has been donated to Demar's foundation, Toy Drive, via GoFundMe over the past twenty four hours. Wow. So folks have donated around six million dollars, and I think his quest. Initially, when he started that, Eric, correct me if I'm wrong, I think he was only looking for like $25,000 or something like that for his toy drive. Wow. Um, I don't know if those are the accurate numbers, but they have well exceeded that based on the support. Yeah, just, I'm sorry, just 2,500, not 25, yeah, just 2,500. That's what he was, you know, looking to get. Um, But clearly... The support has been well received and the same support that he's receiving in regards to his foundation. Uh, we need to do the same thing and supporting him through prayer um, and, 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 and believing for the best in regards to Hamlin, something that you don't never want to see, especially for us being a part of the game, because we know how. How how tough it is. Yeah, you know what I mean. Every day you get a chance to wake up, you know, and play the game of football. It's a blessing, but you also got to be mindful, understand, you know, it's serious as well. So, uh, it was a tough scene this past Monday in Cincinnati. Uh, we continue to pray. Uh, once again, let me give the timeline on Monday night, eight fifty-five. Demar collapsed on the field. Nine eighteen, game temporarily suspended. Nine twenty-five, ambulance left the stadium for hospital. Ten on one, game officially postponed. Um, hopefully, as you know, time goes on, we will hear positive news in regards to his recovery, uh, prayers up to his family, to him, most importantly, to Buffalo, to Cincinnati, to everyone associated with the NFL. Um, we know games are are slated to be played this weekend. Um, make sure, you know, you say a prayer for the players that are supposed to be playing this weekend as well.